0: Hey everybody! Uh, welcome to another fantastic episode of Frankie uh, RSVP with Frankie the Phoenix. I'm a little um, drunk and full off of love and life right now, <laughs> thanks to my um, guests today. Um, let's go ahead and get right into it. As always, want to remind everybody the rules of the podcast are there are no rules. We just ask that you don't talk specifically about Donald Trump. Um, anything else that may affect you, uh, his politics, what's happening in the world, the climate, everything like that, please. Definitely, we want to honor your journey and have those conversations as a safe space. Uh, and as I always want to tell everybody that is listening, thank you so very much for um, being a part of the show, for giving us the, uh, the feedback, for participating, for just uh, being kind enough to send out the message that we're here and that we're talking to people of color um, about their experiences in life. And season two is about relationships and today. I think I have one of the oldest, or the longest, sorry, (laughs) longest relationships of any uh, queer people that I know. And I'm so blessed and honored to be welcome into their home today. And I think that they uh, took the time to go ahead and have a conversation with me today about their relationship. And my guests, if you, they're over here smiling, just waiting for their cue. They're so cute. (laughs) And they're holding their breath so they don't laugh. (laughs) Uh, if you guys can go ahead, if you ladies can go ahead and introduce yourselves, please.
1: What's up, Frankie? It's a pleasure as always. Um, my name's Valerie. You could call me Val. And this is my lovely
2: wife. Hi, this is Liz. Um, I don't go by Elizabeth, I go by Liz. Um, and yeah, I'm just here with all you guys.
0: And um, how do you guys identify like your gender
2: um,
1: well, I'm all female, you can see, you know, um, a lot of people like to um, judge me by the way I dress, how I talk, how I grew up. I'm all female. Uh, my wife could tell you, <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's all
1: female. you know, but, you know, I was raised with brothers, grew up as a tomboy. Here I am in love with a lady that I married. And this is me. I consider myself not bisexual. I'm a gay girl. And
2: this is me. <laughs> I identify myself as a woman, lady, female. That's pretty much it.
0: And do you consider yourself bisexual, gay, straight?
2: I would consider myself currently, because I've been married to my wife, I would be gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but prior to meeting my wife, I would say bisexual because of mixed thoughts and feelings
0: okay and and uh, currently like in your life do you still are you able to find i'm over here just trying to jump into shit um (laughs) do you stay i just want to talk about it while it's still uh you know right in front of us um do you are you mm, are you sexually attracted to men now can you be i guess yeah
2: yeah i i find men to be very attractive um that's never gone away i don't think it's ever gone away for either one of us actually we point out guys that we see
0: oh like, she just pointed at my husband Yeah. Y'all.
2: yeah. hey how you doing <laughs> no but seriously on a serious note like we still find men to be attractive it's just that we're so in love with each other that i i don't see myself or you know veering in that direction right. and i haven't um but, you know, of course, every I think everybody is beautiful, men and women. So, you
0: know. I like that. Um, so uh, one of the reasons that I didn't have you on the first season, and I just want to put that out there because I know that you asked me. And uh, the reason that I didn't have you on the first season is because as long as I've known you, um, I've I've felt this, like, really close connection to you in mm-hmm. a way that... Um, some, some some other people like even men in my life I, I don't feel um, and it's probably because of the way that we both grow up mm-hmm. and the circumstances yes. that we, we had. Um, your wife uh, I was immediately gravitated towards because she feels like family like I grew up with people just like Val. Exactly. You know um, so it just feels very comforting like immediately like bam like that that just feels like my connection and um, I'm so sorry before I move on um, your your nationalities, race. Um, how do you how do you identify?
1: I'll go first.
3: <laughs>
1: um, born and raised in Cali, but I uh, I consider myself Chicana. I was raised in LA, Al Sereno, Alhambra, and those are my roots.
2: And for myself, um, I consider myself a Chicana, but I also have Native. And that's one thing that we tend to talk about because I was raised knowing that I do have Native in my family. My grandfather was a Yaki Indian. But I am first generation from my father's side because he's originated from Mexico. So that's where my Hispanicness comes from. Even though my family is Hispanic, they're all Americanized because they've been here for so long. Um, So I consider myself like i i would say it's funny to say this but i always used to say i was a mutt growing up because i have so much background of so much culture right that you know i mean i think it's beautiful i really don't see myself like just i'm an american american with indian and hispanic background
0: right and um thank you thank you guys so very much it's uh it's and that's when so uh my mom is chicana and I grew up in, you know, I grew up in... The
3: hood. The
0: hood. Yeah, like there's no... <laughs> there's no way of saying
2: it any other way. <laughs>
0: yeah, but for us, you know, hood isn't a bad thing. Like, that's where we grew up. That's mm-hmm. the rasa. That's the family, exactly. and, you know. Um, so, again, one of the reasons that I, I didn't have you on the first scene is because um, as I've known you, as I've become to, to grow and know you over the last, I think it's like almost nine years now, um, I've known you with your spouse.
3: Yeah.
0: And... Knowing your journey, like knowing how far you guys have come together, knowing that you guys are probably the only stable relationship that I've known for such a long period of time, I really wanted to talk to you about how you guys keep that, how it's been for you to to get here, mm-hmm. and um, and especially being like the reason that you know we were we, the reason that we weren't allowed to get married, moving into this transition where. Now our all of our group is married. like right? Yeah, exactly. All, uh, one ex- after
1: another.
3: One mm-hmm. right after
0: the other. Yeah. And um, so I, I definitely want to talk about that. So um, to begin, I do want to raise my glass to you guys so we can get the thing things started Because we already cheers, had, we already well, had you. that. Mine's
2: is empty. I told you I needed a refill. But cheers to that, guys. Cheers, Max. Cheers to that. And cheers. Cheers. <laughs> More years to come. That's right. And to you guys too, many more years. Thank you. For I mean, your journey. We got
0: to make it to year one. I'm it's already all getting good sick though. of his. No, no, you're I'm not. not. You guys so in love. I can tell. I mean, it's
2: bleeding through your eyes. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> Stop. Okay, so um, tell me about. So, Val, I, I um, tell me about your journey. Um, were you. And the reason I'm asking you first is because you uh, were queer a lot longer than. Val was. Yes. I'm sorry, Liz. Same uh, person. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I've been drinking. <laughs> um, so, can you tell me how? What was your experience like growing up? What were you, what, like growing up as a as a queer woman? How was that? Especially growing up in a machismo uh, community. Um right. how, how how was that?
1: It was hard, you know. I didn't come out. So I was with me. Yeah. To I got with Liz, you know. Um, I knew I was gay since I was way young. Like I said, I never hung around with my sisters. I was raised with my brothers. So when they looked at girls, I looked at girls, you know what I mean? And just picked up from there, and I found myself, you know, looking at girls, being attractive to women. Don't get me wrong, I was with a lot of dudes, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, my heart fell for women, you know. Um, um, That's my you know, my preference, you know. Um, I always had a girlfriend here, a boyfriend there. When I met Liz, it was more on a serious note. She got me to get my act together, stop being this big old player,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, just take life seriously, you know. And um, it was hard. You know, we were in our primes.
0: How she old She wanted were you? to
1: settle down, 20? 20,
2: 20. I just turned 24, and she was 25. 25. She had just turned 25, and I was just turning 24 that same year.
1: Yeah. So when I seen Liz, I mean, you heard it at my wedding. When I seen her, I was like, damn, I'm marrying this girl. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was just something about Liz that grabbed me, made me feel different, do different. And I just felt different towards myself. I had a a better respect for myself. And I said, damn, if this girl can make me feel like that, I'm going to drop all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Like... You know, she made me feel like being with her was being at home. I felt comfortable. I felt safe. So I'm like, I'm gonna marry this girl. Sweet. So my world changed when I met Liz. And how we lasted so long. Shit, look at the smile. <laughs> her heart's big. Her love's kind. And um, I just Did that made me cry. <laughs> it's just been great. I'm just enjoying. I'm embracing the moment. It's been good.
0: So growing up, did anybody ever ridicule you for for being, for being bisexual, I would call it at the time, or for just being sexually open?
1: You know, I used to hang around with a crowd that, you know, was a straight, you know, they were all straight. And um, when they seen someone gay or, you know, someone bi, I used to hear the way they used to talk about them. So I was like, nope, I can't come out yet. You know what I mean? Even though the way I dressed, people already knew, you know, they already knew. It's like they knew they used to hit me up, ask me. And I had some friends that used to hit on me, you know, so I mean it was easier for me, you know. The way I used to dress, I brought a certain a certain crowd towards me. And um, you know, and then when people met me, of course they found love. So, you know, um just growing up, it was always something you didn't talk about. I didn't come out to I met Liz. Growing up, my teenage years in high school, I always kept it a big old secret. And when I did have girlfriends, it would always be after hours, after school, I will go to their house and we'll play house in the room, you know, where <laughs> no one was able to see us and hear us. And, and I told Liz it was like a big ass secret, you know, and, you know, it's when that Prop 7 passed is when my life changed, you know, everything's so open now.
0: Were you uh, were you afraid to come out?
1: Um, At the beginning... I would say I was more scared on how my mom was going to accept it. You know, my dad was with it. My mom is on a different level, but it was all on a respectful level. Hmm. Even though I knew my mom knew it, the way I used to hear her talk about it, it wasn't putting it down, but it was just like, you know, I can't wait till you get married. I can't wait till you have kids. Like Hmm. I already knew what her mind, you know, her mindset about me was. And I was just like, shit. I had to break the news of mama that I ain't having babies. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as I got older, I started bringing Liz around. She figured it out. And, and I told her, mommy, you know, Liz is my girlfriend, right? She's, said, oh, I thought she was your wife. I was just like, wow. from that day on, I went full force.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so it was cool.
0: Now, Val, you're a twin. And your twin is also gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys know growing up together?
1: You know what? That's so crazy you say that, Frank, because you would think twins as tight as me and Mary are. That's, that's my ribcage right there, you know. Mary's, Mary's the world, you know, along with Liz.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: with that being said, my sister, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're very tight, so she knows a lot. She knows a lot. And um, come to find out that she was gay before me. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, so an incident happened where she was just like, I need your help. And I was like, What happened? My friend's mom caught us.
0: Oh, dang, uh, I thought she was gonna say, like, she got I'm pregnant like, well, or something.
1: You know my mom's friend caught us. Yeah, she's on her way to her house to tell our mom what she's seen. Wow. Oh. Mind you, at the time, she had to go she had to go to my girlfriend at the time's house because that's where, where Mary went... To, <laughs> in the 90s, mind you, in the 90s. My sister wanted to go find me is where my girlfriend lived. So that's where she found me. When she was running this down to me, I was just like, she's doing the same thing I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, wow, you know, and as we got the talking, it ended up being that my twin was, was she came out way before me uh-huh. as, as far as being with a female. You know, I always had a thing for females, but I never got in a relationship. My sister got in a relationship way before me. Come and find
0: out. And she came out to your family at the same time or Um, she came out before? She
1: never came out. What got my sister busted is her chick used to bust some drama stuff at the house where we're like, oh, yeah, you guys are messing around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that type of stuff, you know, like drama. Like,
0: oh, messy.
1: Exactly. Very messy.
0: And uh, uh, Liz, how about you? What what was your experience like um, coming Mine
2: was a lot more closed in um, just simply because like I come from, you know, a real Hispanic type background where my dad, he was always saying such negative things about like gays and lesbians. And it was weird to me because I would see things that I was just like, well, you know, This girl's pretty, and, you know, but I'm not supposed to feel this type of way, because, you know, at home, it's taught, like, it's frowned upon, you know, so, okay, get it, you know, whatever, my dad expects his daughter to, you know, live in the white picket fence, and have a bunch of babies, and be married to a man, okay, I get it, and that's how I was taught, I mean, I don't think I had any relatives in my family that were openly gay or you know bisexual anything of that sort. Um, so for my dad, you know me being his his daughter, his oldest daughter. It's the only daughter. His only daughter, because I do have a stepsister, but you know that's my sister, and it's just different. You know, my dad just seen it like you know this is his baby, you know, and so it was it was hard. Um, it was hard it was but you know for my mom it was a little bit more accepting um and i mean my biological mom because i do have a stepmom my stepmom was she was kind of cool with it because like she just didn't understand it um but my mom was more okay with it simply because we had a cousin who had came out in the 80s and he, when he came out and he said that he was you know gay And you know wasn't interested in women, and that broke my mom's heart. It really did because they were so tight. Hmm. And she actually one day was at home, and I was a little girl, and I remember her like like just bawling, like I can't believe it. And and I was just like, Well, what's the big idea? You know, I just didn't understand it at that time. It to me just didn't make no sense. But you know, it wasn't until like I got older and I told about what was so funny story is that I was in junior high school, and I was at the time living with my father and my stepmom. And I was in school one day, and I was around all my friends, and, you know, of course, you know, you get in your little huddle talks, and <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hey, who's that guy down there? And they're like, who? And mind you, this is like a ball full of circle dudes, so I thought, and, <sighs> you know... They're like, well, who? And they're roll-calling everybody that's standing there. And I'm just like, no, I know that person. I know that person. And then when they pointed out, like, well, how about so-and-so? And I was just like, yeah. And the, But when they said the name, it was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but this girl looked like, I kid you not, like daniel son from Karate Kid, okay? No. Oh, yeah. Was cute. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So I was just like, no, the one that looks like, you know, the Karate Kid dude And they started laughing <laughs> at me. And then I felt embarrassed because... Yeah. Now I felt like I was like this joke, like, here you are, you don't even know you're at this new school, you know, don't even know the, the haps about this girl that's really a girl that looks like a boy, nice. literally the short hair of the whole nine yards. And I was just like, no, I was in denial. But it wasn't until I got older and I met Val, and the funny part is I seen her when I used to play soccer, I was on a soccer field, and I seen her and her twin sister and their girlfriends there on the field. And, (laughs) and I remember seeing them and I was just like, whatever, you know, whatever Having But this one I could see, I didn't know if it was her or her sister at the time, but somebody was eyeballing like all the girls. So I was just like, you know, I just (laughs) didn't know who it was. I started working at, you know, a drugstore. I was after high school and this one got hired. And that's when like, it just oh? really, it's a really interesting story <laughs> because, like, with her, out of all the people I've ever met, like, she's the one who, like, caught my eye, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was very hush-hush, even with my parents, even when they even, like, you know, we hear that you're with this girl, and we've seen you going to a hotel. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Like, it was—it got crazy. Damn. But it wasn't until I met Val that I actually, you know was like i do have an attraction for females and i'm older and i shouldn't hide it and it is what it is and so me and her hooked up and it was a long time that i still kept it quiet a lot of people to this day don't even know that i have a wife Uh because i have a kid so they assume Uh that i am straight you're a swinger (laughs) (laughs) they don't know you know and i don't tell everybody my business i feel not everybody should know your business it's not something like People are so still very um, unaccepting of gays or lesbians, and I've learned that also. That's another experience I've had. So, yeah.
3: You know.
0: So one of the things that you both mentioned in different type of in a in a parallel is Val. You said that you used to dress like like a like a guy, um, and you said that you were attracted to someone that had uh, you know more masculine features. Um, I I don't. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I think I'm That really proud of where society has come, where women can dress how they want, and it's not like you're automatically a lesbian because you're rocking, you know, like, dude clothes. Exactly. That shit feels comfortable. One of the things I always tell Maxwell is that I feel so sad because women have so many options. If you guys want to dip into a dress, if you want to dip into some pants or skirt or whatever...
2: You can You can that's, so true. that's how I am um, and she's the opposite. Like I'm that type of girl. Frank, you will not catch me up in a dress or a skirt I or heels. I,
0: I, Never So I no, remember I for the for the wedding, I was like Val gonna show up in some khakis or some Ben <laughs> Davis.
2: And she did.
0: But that's it's, it's great because that's who you are and that feels comfortable to you and I like that. Um I like that you were able to, like, or I'm sorry, Liz, you were able to identify, they can't see who I'm pointing at, you were able to identify who, um, that you liked these these particular qualities in women, um, this is how you liked women, um, and I'm glad that you felt comfortable, Val, just dressing and feeling yourself. It sucks that they automatically thought you were a lesbian, because just dressing like that does not mean you're a lesbian. I know plenty of girls who only like to pull their hair back and pants and they've been in they've been married for years since they were like 18 i thought she was like my own self-judgment was like she's a lesbian because she pulls her hair back all the time and she plays softball but no (laughs) (laughs) she's like no she's like i love dick like and that was my bad you know that was my bad and you were you were having sex with men too so yeah swinger i was a
1: swinger in high school a bad swinger she was swinging
0: um so number one (laughs) How was How was your first time together
2: Oh my god (laughs) Enough said Let me tell you Because this is The the one that Who's had history With females Mind you okay And I've never experienced Having sex with another Female ever So uh, That was your first That was my first Everything okay So,
3: so <laughs> she's she, so happy,
2: yeah. She is. She says, though, she doesn't believe that I've not been with other women. I don't swears. believe that, Frank. She we'll get into that after. <laughs> she swears, I'm like, I don't know. What, what she that, went
1: pro on me, Frank. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs>
2: but I was really curious on how this was going to play out because obviously she didn't have parts that I was used to because I right. was only with guys. So, I was like, Well, how the hell are we going to do this? You know, <laughs> I mean, and you think, you know, everybody tends to think that it's all about, you know, eating the coochie, and that's what the lesbian world consists of, or, you know, toys, and to me, those are all not facts, that's not how it runs down in the lesbian world, or at least not for us, we're not all about that, although it's nice to have but that's not our priority to be like, oh, whip out, you know, this dildo. No, that's not our go-to thing. So <laughs> you guys don't
0: have like a box of toys. We
2: we don't have a box of toys. We may have a toy, but we don't have multiple toys. We're not like you're not watching. Uh, what's that gray's that gray movie? What
3: the hell? Oh, oh the yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. We we yeah. There you go. We ain't about that <laughs> world. Okay, so. Um, I was very curious on knowing how this was going to pan out, and I was extremely nervous. I won't lie. I was extremely nervous. Um, But I'll tell you this much. I haven't had a lot of sexual experiences with men either, so I was really, really like, what's up? And she put it down. That's all I got to say. She put it down that she's done things that even men haven't done for me, so that's all I got to say. So. (laughs) you know and that's why she put a ring on it and I'm here today
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> And Val, how was it for you
1: oh my god <laughs> well first of all I still don't believe I'm the only girl she been with <laughs> hell nah there's no way this girl did stuff I didn't do, so I'm like, really? <laughs> I didn't know what I like. <laughs> and that was like our conversation after. Like, I still don't believe you. To this day, I don't She'll believe her. She'll say that. She'll nope. say that
2: sometimes too. She will. She'll say like, I still can't believe. it. I'm just. But kidding.
1: it was heaven for me, and it it's not because it's something different. It was just it was different in our own way, my way, and it was just it was more intimate, you know, when it's. I can't explain it. It wasn't love. It wasn't love, not right away. But it was a feeling that I haven't felt before. So I ran with it. And, you know, and I just I just trusted my heart and I went with it. And here we are 17 years later.
0: How did you make uh, her feel comfortable? Because you had been with women before she had never been. How did you make her feel comfortable enough to... Um, I guess allow the experimentation cuz I think For that when of-
2: open
1: up <laughs>
0: She kind of like
2: She scared me the first time I'm, scared. Fine, I'm fine. She scared me. I'm underneath the bed covers and this one just pops out like in a movie like butthole naked and I'm like, "Ooh, I I was I mean, she didn't I didn't know in how my I didn't even I was like, "You're ready undressed." <laughs> like, yeah. you're not going to like cook me out take out my bra, panties first like no she was ready <laughs> i didn't
1: want to play that if we're gonna do this we're gonna do this come on we're working with time <laughs> no nah, but i mean i could tell she was nervous she was nervous like oh my god like she was getting virginized. i was like yeah it why really are you did shaking feel like that
2: it really did feel like that it oh just,
1: uh, but you know i made her feel comfortable and i'm a talker you know as we're right there i'm talking to her like hey you okay with this you know what i mean like You could tell her. She was just like, you know, do what you got to do already. (laughs) And I'm just like, well, you know, that's not me. I don't go strictly on beast mode. I'm just like, you know, I don't want you to be scared of me. And I don't want, of course, no one wants to be rejected. So you let me know if I'm making you feel uncomfortable.
0: Damn! Oh yeah. my God! She's
3: so smooth. I swear.
0: Is, is she not? Is she not making you more? I mean, I'm getting more over here just listening to her.
3: Cause, <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Looking at my husband over here being so quiet and so patient. He just he wants to be nosy. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That you. The way that you describe that just feels so adult and important for uh, sexual experimentation, um, especially right now. Like we live in a society of hookup culture where people just go in, get what they want, and then leave.
3: Yeah, full force, um, and i done with it. Yeah. yeah,
0: and you were just so uh, you didn't even, like you didn't know where it was gonna go, but you were so attentive and you were calming, and um, you had those conversations to make her feel at ease. I think that a lot of that gets lost currently in this climate. Um, amongst people just trying to make a connection so uh, I think you should teach this <laughs> to people out there know just how to be you know attentive and and be
1: um, and I do I I my guys that can't still hook up with women I tell them is because they act hungry mm-hmm. and you know she ain't going nowhere and I knew that because I knew she was into me just like I was into her I knew this wasn't gonna be the last time so that's why I was Hey, you know, I don't even care if we don't do anything today, you know. We could just be right here, chill, have some drinks, you know. I'm more on that. I was on that mode. She was just like, what's up, you know. And I was just like, I was with it, but I knew just the color of her skin <laughs> she was nervous <laughs> as heck so you know with me I don't ever want her to feel like she's scared of me you know I tend to do that you know I don't know why as I was getting, growing up and being with women I felt I always felt like they were scared of me like you know what is she going to do to me you know is she going to just attack mode once the door closes no <laughs> you know they, tell her I'm the girl I'm the princess she is a you princess. know and um, you know one thing I don't ever want my wife to do is be scared of me and you know
0: Dang, this so is in beautiful. control. There, I mean, I can't. You guys are mad to my heart. The way you guys keep looking at each other is so beautiful. <laughs> I want this. I have this. I'm sorry. I mean, I have this. <laughs>
2: that's nice. Um.
0: So, uh, Liz, you, um, you were with a man before Val, yes. and I keep bringing it up because you made um, you made comment that you have a son. Yes. Um. Can you tell us about that? Like how, like, yeah, just tell us about up until the part where you had the son, and then I'll ask you the next question. <laughs>
2: well, yes, I've always been with men or guys, whatever you want to call it. Um, I guess more it felt natural just because family made it seem like girls should be with boys or guys or whatever. Like I said, you know, the whole background hispanic culture you're taught you know getting married being with men have kids you know all that but i was with men or guys and like i said i wasn't you know with many i was very conservative i was always scared because i always had cousins or new people that were you know getting knocked up at 15 14 16 and i didn't want to be the next like statistic of Oh, another chick on a pregnant at 16, you know, and it's just because that's where my culture came from, my background, my family. And it's not to say it's a bad thing for certain people because some people feel like, hey, you know, um, they need that love. They need that nurture because they're not getting it from home. But for me, it was more, it was different. And I was with men just because it felt comfortable. But at the same time, like I said, maybe I just didn't feel comfortable to be with women or experience with women. And maybe too, because I didn't see an attraction towards other women. Um, But yes, I was um, with men and I had got married and that's something I did not want to do. And it was simply because I had got pregnant that my dad made it forceful to be like, well, you know, you did the done, you know, you done did what you did. You got pregnant, (laughs) you got to get married. And that's not what I wanted. I was fine being a mom and... Raising my kid. I didn't need a man. I was fine with that, but it was more forced. So it being forced made me not want to be in that relationship anymore. Right. So I started having more problems at home while I was married, and it didn't even last long. I think it would, like, um, my son was going to be a year before I got married, that same, I think around the same time we got married, and we eloped because I was so angry. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah, so... Sorry, you covered my throat. Um, so um, I ended up eloping, getting married, and um, pretty much moved out of the house the same weekend that I came back.
3: Oh, shit.
2: And I just felt like, you know, while well, you're pushing something on me I don't want, so I'm going to push myself out of this house. And I did, and I hated it because that's not what I wanted. But that's where I started having problems at home in my marriage, and... I she ended up coming into the picture and she started working at my job. And like I said, it's a funny story because I recall hearing about twins and seeing this girl. I just (laughs) didn't know which one it was. And I remember telling my boss at the time, are you hiring this girl? And he was just like, yeah, why? What's the problem? I'm like, I hear she's bad news. I would not hire Uh her. What? And he's just like, yeah, but people change and everybody deserves a chance. This says, you're right. But when she starts stealing from your store, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't want you to try to have me be like PD up in here. You know right. what I mean? So that's what's funny because now look at us now. Like, you know, there's obviously something that drew me to her when I met her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, like I said, I had problems at home and she was just like, like everything I wanted, but a girl. So, yeah. you know.
0: It's so funny that you say, like, you couldn't tell them apart because I, I remember at your wedding, um, and, oh, my husband was there. It was so embarrassing. So, <laughs> I, like, I'm like, we found parking and then I, like, walk and I see someone pull up and it's motherfucking Val. And I'm like, oh, shit, there's Val. <laughs> there's Val. So, um, for those of you that don't know... Um, Liz got some booty like (laughs) my song to her is like booty 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 booty, rocking everywhere like that's 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 her song so I see this girl I can't see her face I see this girl bent over in the car looking for something and her ass is up in the air and it's, it's a big booty it's a nice big booty and I see who I thought was Val standing outside the car so I walk up I'm right about to smack that girl's ass. And then I go, what's up Val? And then twin goes, I've never seen you before in my fucking life. And I was like, Oh shit, took a pause. My hand went down real quick oh, and ew. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, your, your vows, I almost got my ass whooped. Nah. Just because, you no, know, oh, man, I was going to smack that woman on her ass. Like, oh, really? Yeah, like, <laughs> congratulations. I mean, I mean, the thing is, though, it was like, I would never do that to you. Like, I would never smack you on your ass, but like, I was really happy for your wedding because it was, you know, it was. It was amazing he wanted to have a, he wanted to replicate
2: i swear you guys should have exactly. so did that because i don't know many people that have my brother even had told me he wanted to mimic our wedding and i said do it, it was you know amazing
0: oh my god it was amazing But,
2: you know i mean sometimes you see something that or an experience that you may not have ever thought of and you know it's okay to want to you know share that with somebody else or an experience because it was so amazing for you like, I never thought, like, oh, let's get married on a yacht. It just, I always wanted, in all honesty, a beach wedding. Always, since I can remember. Maybe it's because it looks so magical and peaceful and beautiful and the scenery and... You know, the whole white sand and, you know, it just, it just looks so magical to me.
0: Magical. I mean, you, you. It
2: did. <laughs> it really did. But, I, you know, I started getting all these other ideas, like as you're scheming through, like, ideas of wedding, you know, venues or whatever have you. You know how that felt. Oh, my felt.
0: God. You were such so. a big help for my wedding, <laughs>
2: So Super.
0: <laughs> now you, baby, her.
2: Yes, but <laughs> I started looking around and I came across, um, you know, yacht weddings. And I was like, oh, my God. Like. This would be so perfect, and not just for us, but an experience for all our family and our friends to have, and it's nothing anybody that I personally knew had done, and I just thought like, wow, this would just be so freaking dope for all our people to just get together, and then you can't leave. You're stuck on the boat. (laughs) And let's give everyone the wrong time so everyone was on time. I did that on purpose because, you know, i got a lot of late Hispanic family friends. You (laughs) know, we don't run on 3 o'clock. That means 6 (laughs) o'clock. So I was like, i got to fool these people. How am I going to fool them? So I literally switched up the time on the invitations on purpose, and then everybody was just showing up early, and they're like trying to get on the boat, and I was just like... No, no. So everybody was lit before the wedding even started.
0: Oh yeah, we had to go to the bars around. We yeah. we had like two two drinks. That's smart though. I mean, if I ever get married again. Um. <laughs> well,
2: renew your vows. Ten years, yeah. There you go. Ten correction. Years,
0: baby. We're going to do it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yo. Um, yeah, it was it was it was uh definitely one of the the best. I've only been to like six or seven weddings, but I, that one really stands out, especially Fucking fireworks, yo, that was <laughs> magic. He said, yo, that was magic, like, that was so beautiful and, and like a perfect way to just end something so mm. wonderful, especially knowing that, um, you know, we we came to where we we weren't allowed to get married, so this was an amazing celebration, right? yeah. Um,
2: I think it also was magical, not just for us as a married, you know, new married couple, but. For so many people that we knew that needed a little spark, you know what I mean? Like, everybody needs a spark and needs a little alone time. That's why we made it with, like, no kids. And the only kid that was there was my niece, and it simply because she was a flower girl. <laughs> um, but I just, you know, everybody needs that that magic, you know? Everybody has it at the beginning, and then it tends to fade away. Yeah. And we just wanted it to be special. And then having it on Fourth of July, and, you know... Um, it's my ice maker.
3: Oh, shit. <laughs> so fancy. here.
2: <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, you know, I just felt like the atmosphere, the lighting, the boat ride, it being at night, fireworks, you know. I just felt like <laughs> it was going to be great for everybody to just have a moment with theirs, you
3: know.
0: So I'm I'm still seeing that magic. You guys are sitting here looking at each other. And I don't get to see those, uh, those moments often. Whenever we get together, and I know that you guys probably, like, steal away a minute just to have, like those loving moments. Yes. Um, but seeing you guys in the element, it reminds me so much of the day you guys got married and just the look in your eyes and it's been quite a few years. It's been about six years? Six no, years? Five years maybe?
2: Four. It just turned four this year.
0: Oh. Well, but, yeah, four, four years, years. And you guys are still 17 years and you guys are still looking at each other that way. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. Um, it's so been a journey.
0: Is, I can imagine. It
2: has. You know, every, every relationship like I tell people, It's never perfect, but you make it what it is. And when you feel you have a hiccup in your relationship, you either fix it or you leave it. And because I love her so much, we fixed it. And so I think because we communicate so much to each other, like other than a couple, but like, you know, we express how we feel all the time. If she's doing something that irritates me or I do something that irritates her... Then we try to make it right so that, you know, we can continue to have this connection with each other. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's important. I think it's important for, you know, I just, when was it? The other night we were at a restaurant and it irks me to see couples just sitting there on their phones. Like you don't understand how badly I just want to be like. Yo, take the time to enjoy what's in front of you because it may not be there tomorrow. Right? Or just within a few minutes, you could just leave out the restaurant like and Like literally boom. the
1: whole time on their phone. And I told her, that's why people like me and Liz, relationships, other people last so long. Because, you know, you got to give each other, you know, that time. You know, people have kids and want to forget about their mate. They don't want to go on dates no more. They lose that.
2: Mm-hmm. You can't decide what's, what, what started it off in the first place, you know, because, you know, you don't want that magic to fade away. You just don't. And you see it so often. And it could be like such tedious little things of, you know, not spending enough time with each other or, you know, eating dinner with each other or, you know, just it's the little things. And I feel like just because we tend to give each other the little things in life, like whether it's she... She don't make coffee, but if she makes me coffee, I'm going to be a happy camper. Like, hell yeah, you made me some coffee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or breakfast or just, you know, hey, babe, I want to take you out to dinner tonight. Or, hey, you know, I want to take you here. I mean, it's the little the things little that things. we do for each yes. other that I feel that tends to keep us going and love each other and continue to love each other. Trust is number one. Communication is number two. Yeah.
0: I, I'm so, so glad to hear it. I It's so I love watching you guys look at each other while you're talking. (laughs) You get so patient and respectful and like just letting each other take, take, take a moment to go ahead and talk for yourself and then talk for the group. It's, it's as a journalist, uh, it's, (laughs) it's, it's amazing. Um, now going back to your son, um, What you left the relationship and you began a new one with Val. Um, did you, Val, how did you feel about her having a child and then, um, even wanting to be in a relationship and raise that child together?
1: Well, I always knew Liz had a son when I first seen him. I wanted to steal him from her, you know, he was the cutest thing.
0: Oh, see, you were right, she does like to steal.
1: But to know she had a son also came with a package, you know. He was he was young, so I knew the daddy wasn't going anywhere. And one thing I don't like is drama. So getting with Liz, you know, going out with Liz a few times, I seen he called her all the time. Every time he heard went to dinner, try to be alone at the movies, he would, hey, you need to come get your son. Like what? Man, hang up on that dude, you know? <laughs> She'll step out and go talk to him. It just became drama to me. So I knew right away, you know what? I love this girl, but I don't think this one's the one, you know? And it was all because Sal was only three years old. I was looking at it like, damn, I got 10 more years of this? Hell more than nah. that. <laughs> right? So was just like, and I get it, you know? I'm glad that he was in his kid's life, you know? It gave us, you know, a lot more time with each other because he was in his life. Um, but, um, moving in with Liz, Liz having a son, us getting a house together, I, I grew a bond with him, you know, and and then I knew Sal since he was what, three Three years old, three years old, you know, now look at the monster, he's He's 20 20 years old. old, you know, and I love him like my own, you know, and I always respected, you know, the fact that Liz had a kid, I accept him like he was mine. You know, I was, I never seen him like, "Ah, oh, you're not my kid, get out of here, never. You know what I mean? And I always told her I'm not going to step on his daddy's toes. You know, I know he got a dad, you know, but with me and her, as he got older, it was harder for me. Because, you know, teenagers, they like to talk back. And one thing about Liz we had to talk about is I told her that it bugged me him talking back. It bugged me him talking to his mom a certain way, and as he got 15, 16, 17, it got harder for me. So, you know, and then Sal being a good kid, he's not a bad kid. He was, you know, Sal's easy to bribe or easy to, you know, for him to listen to me. So, you know, I would pull him aside and have talks with him. And, I, you know, and for some reason, I feel in my heart that Sal has a great love and respect for me. You know what I mean? Different from his mom. No, he does. And And she knows where I'm going with that, you know. And, you know, to other couples that have kids, you know. They could relate. It's hard. It's hard, especially if the baby daddy's involved, you know, and, you know, and I was with them since he was three. So it was hard for all these years. And um, but it grew on me. You know what I mean? I accepted a lot. I went through a lot. Um, yeah, I went through a lot. It was a mission. But, you know, here we are, you know, Sal's still with us. You know, he's on his way out of the house. You know, I'll never reject them. I'll never lose love for him. You know, he's like my own. And to this day, I mean, like I tell her, he's our kid.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you feel that Sal looks to you as a parent?
1: I feel he does. I mean, Sal got like four moms.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He really does. He He has two stepmoms and then, of course, me, his OG mama. But he has three stepmoms. He has two stepmoms, I mean, so three moms, really. And I'll never forget. I'll never
1: forget when he accidentally called me mom. You know what I mean? (laughs) He looked at me like, oh, my God, like he was scared. And I looked at him like, it's okay, you know, you know, like, it's okay. You know what I mean? And he thought he was in trouble because he called me mom and, you know, just him being so young, you know, as he got older with me, it was it was a pleasure to correct this kid. And, you know, it was a pleasure to grow
2: with this kid in my household, you know.
0: Blah, I think you're about to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: because Sal's a dope kid. He really is. He's a good kid, you know, and, and he's lucky to have her and, he, and she's lucky to have him.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things, so uh, one of the things that polyamory practices is creating a community um, of love, and it seems like Sal has that, um, mm-hmm. and you guys really um, help help him create that space for him, um, and, and he seems like a really wonderful, I mean, I've seen his artwork, yeah. and uh, he was actually, I forgot to tell everybody, he was one of the people that submitted art yes, for our event, so did. thank you so he much. Did. Um and I've I've seen uh, you just show me pictures of him when he was. A
2: I know. Kid. I was like, I gotta show him. Jesus. I sent him a picture the other day because it was Sal's birthday, and I sent him a picture of when we took him to a restaurant when he was little, no facial hair, looks like a baby still, and then from him to now a man, and he was just like, "Oh my god!" And I was just like, "That's how we feel."
1: Yeah, It's <laughs> um, crazy. It's been a journey though, a fun one.
0: And, and, uh, Val, I, I might take my hat off to you because so often, um, people don't, um, people don't want a package like that. Sometimes people will stir clear of people, especially now people don't want to be with someone that has a child and you, uh, you loved Liz enough. You were into Liz enough to go through that and go through the ups and downs and really cultivate a family for you. Your home is beautiful. Your heart is beautiful. So, um yeah, thank you for for being such a, a like an elder in that respect for creating so much and and uh, Liz for taking that chance to I mean have someone else that isn't 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 the biological parent of your child because I know that that can be really hard to try and create as well.
2: You know what's funny saying that is that I, with her without, especially because you know um, Sal was very young when I met her and I don't know. I just didn't have any fear behind any of that. Maybe it's because he was so young and I came from what people call a broken family because my parents got divorced when I was a very, you know, not as young as Sal's, probably like around seven. So I was more mindful of what was going on in my house. But I felt that, and I feel to this day that when the home is not happy, you know, between um, the parents, I feel it's so selfish to stay in a relationship for the sake of the kids. And I hear that a lot. Oh, well, you know, I I don't want to be with her or I don't want to be with him anymore because of X, Y, and Z reasons. But, you know, I always hear, well, you know, we have these kids together. But the sad part behind that is when you're in an unbalanced relationship and it's not healthy anymore, you're pretty much putting your child in that same bubble, of unhappiness and them having to see that, you know, kids feel it. They're not dumb. And I didn't want to be the statistic of, oh, my son is just in this relationship because I have to make it work. So I was happy that I was able to get him out of seeing what I was going through, even though it wasn't like, you know, like people like, you know, an abusive relationship or anything. It was just not what I wanted. And, um, I'm just happy that he was able to, you know, not remember his mom and dad being together and him having experienced what I experienced when my parents got a divorce where he don't have no recollection of. Oh, my mom were, they were happy or my mom and dad did have a bad relationship. I didn't want him to have that story to say to somebody when he was older. Right. So luckily she came around at the right time and I was lucky enough to leave the situation before he was older and able to understand.
0: That's very, very fortunate. You're Yeah, you're oh. definitely right. Oh. Um. So we've come to our halfway mark on the podcast. So um, next, we're gonna talk about some gay shit.
3: <laughs> uh, but
0: if, before we do that, we'll go have a, go ahead and have our second shot, and then I'll ask you guys something that I wanted to ask you before. It's kind of embarrassing.
2: <laughs>
0: so, all right, are we ready? We're do not we doing
2: three sums, Frankie. So <laughs> <laughs> that's your embarrassing question. I'll answer it now. <laughs> I don't need to
0: chase her. I'm good. <sighs> What? You don't have to ask me if you can go pee, my love. <laughs>
3: it's, it's fine.
0: It's not, well, we're not, I'm not going to take a mic in there. Mic.
2: Mi casa <laughs> es su casa, amigo.
3: Okay, are
0: we ready?
2: Are we... Sure, why not?
0: Okay. Let's handle this. All right.
2: It's a good times. Good, good times,
0: guys. I got eye right there. Right? <laughs> yeah, so did I. I had like fight back the tears. There I was is like, is this going to be the I, first time I cried? I
1: love what you do, man, Frank. <laughs> touch me, man. Oh,
0: cheers. Mm. Ugh, that was all you though. I didn't say nothing. Like, <laughs> I asked you a question, and
1: but it was deep.
0: Yeah, this, it was deep. You hit home. That's, that's um and the so for me, what made me feel like I was about to cry is that I remember um, my whole life I never felt like I had a like a, a dad or someone that raised me. My mom just went through men to not only just like to fulfill whatever you know needs and urges she had but to have like that stability in home because she a needed mad, someone
2: a man figure in your home
0: yeah um, and then she needed someone to I mean and this was back then now she's found her ability to be like fuck man I don't need nobody <laughs> uh, but she needed that because she came from a. we came she came from a home that was so broken that she left when she was 14. And
2: that's why we have the same background experience yeah. because my mom is so much like your mother. Yeah. And exactly what you're saying is exactly what my mother did with us. But in a different sense, I don't know if we ever talked about men coming before the kids.
0: No. that. I don't think we have but I, but I think at the same like this, this is what I'm talking about, like we're living we the vibing, exact same. We yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember, uh, you know, as I was growing up, there was one constant figure in my life, at least for like most of, the, most of my life or about like five, six years, until my brother passed away. And uh, his name was Armando, and he was my brother's dad. And I remember I didn't uh, I didn't call him dad, like my, my younger brothers did. They were like maybe two and two. They're they're two and three. They called him dad because they knew him. Mm -hmm. And I was already, you know, I was like, yeah. So I was like, no, this is just some dude. And I remember (laughs) uh, when my brother passed away, um, he was still around. So he was still taking care of us and still... Um, like I call my I call my sisters who have no blood relation to me. I call them my sisters because I grew up with them and they're my dad's kids. But I remember the day that I called him dad. My mom told me that he went upstairs and he cried to her because he had like That's, finally got sweet. it. And I didn't know what it meant to him, but I could see in your eyes what that moment meant and what made me cry is like I understand what he had to do for me to get me there. Um, to make me understand. you's like,
1: gonna make me cry this is my man.
0: <laughs> it's it's no, like you've you've impacted him so very much that he it just came out. Like it was just like his first nature, his first word, this is how he saw you, his caretaker. And that's a beautiful thing. Like you've created something beautiful. So I hope that you have that moment, and I hope you keep that moment for the rest of your life, like just for the rest of your life, cause that's a beautiful thing. And I think this might be the first time that I cry out on my show. Because <laughs> that. ah, uh, Yeah, look at yeah, it. Look, we're all crying. This is the first time.
1: <laughs> so it ain't a bad so, thing having kids. Look what kids do to you. Uh, they bring the best
2: out of you. Soften the heart.
0: Baby, come in here. We're all crying. <laughs> he wants you to hold him. <laughs> uh, no,
1: that's, that's Dito. You know what I mean? No, but because, I get
2: what you're saying, too, on that. Because I was like that with my stepmother. Because... um. I call her my mom and I feel like my mother is extremely envious of that but you gotta understand when you take on the responsibility of you know owning up a parentship that happens it comes with the territory It comes with the role you know. So well, good to you,
0: right? Good oh, for you. Fuck. You know what? I think that like... <laughs>
3: you always made thing, me I was about to say that. Cry, though. Like,
0: you know, like every couple of years, every eight years or so. Or, no, it would have been like every five years. <laughs> every four <laughs> years, me and Liz, we get together and we cry. <laughs> <laughs> all the
3: time. We're
1: Frankie like, got me tearing up, shit. though. That
0: was all you. I didn't do nothing.
1: <laughs> no, but you know that. Uh, you know what you did to that guy, though, Frankie? That's home. That hits home. You know what I mean to call call him dad he probably
0: shh. And yeah i I remember you gonna make me you know what no 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 I can't <laughs> I can't talk because I, I was like I remember the last time I saw him and I was so mad and then I just saw him and I stopped and I just started crying and I hugged him and he apologized for being so absent so long and I just remember that moment just like shit I have my dad back you know yeah, like, it's important. that's
2: important that's important.
0: It is. Ooh wait! Do we have any more <laughs> alcohol in there to <laughs> have more shots? we could do this uh, all day. Damn.
2: Uh, yeah, but that's good, uh,
0: you know. I mean, it was. Ooh,
1: you know, wait, if you were to shit. sit Sal down and tell Sal how he feels about me, he will probably tell you like I'm a drill sergeant or something <laughs> like that. But. but
2: it's important to also have that too. And I tell her, and I understand that because see, my mom was more the one that was harder on me than my dad. My dad was, like I said, his dad, I'm his, like the daddy's girl. You know, he wasn't. He was soft on me it's my mom that was like, I'll beat your ass. And, right. you know, don't make me embarrass me in front yeah. of your friends. Cause you yeah. know, and who do you think you're talking to? And I think that I can relate to how she feels about the respect and, you know, letting him know like where his boundaries are and what yeah. not lines across, you know? And so I get that. So I don't mind her you know, interfering in my role as his mother, right. because she's, had a big impact on his life as a stepmother so she has that right and a lot of people don't see it like that but I feel that that's where you're wrong because if you're inviting your partner to be part of your children's life then they should also be able to feel like they are part of your children's life
0: right
2: what's up with them dogs
0: alright so we're just going to compose ourselves really quickly I know we already took our shot But um, That story was Wonderful and impactful And we all needed to take A little breather Just to collect ourselves So what we're gonna do Is refocus Uh, We're gonna go ahead And take another shot um, Which is unprecedented In season two Yay (laughs) Cheers Cheers Cheers. (sighs) And now ladies
3: Thank let's God. see.
0: Let's see how in sync you both are. I would like for you to tell me both about the most embarrassing sexual experience you have had together. Let's see, let's see if it's the same one or if it's two different times and I all know you guys already. keep
2: doing. I already know it. <laughs> really? Yes. I'm lost. Really? This will probably refresh her. Seventeen years. I mean, I got a bad memory. Oh, this one like this one's very like set in my head. How long ago? Back when we met. Oh dang. Oh, go for it.
0: Oh, I mean, cause yeah, you're like after a while, like shit just stops. Well, being it's just like we got a
2: house. There's nothing embarrassing <laughs> at that point, right? <laughs> so embarrassing for, I would say, for me and her at the time was because we were very like. <laughs> Adventurous. And mind you, we worked together at a retail store. Oh, oh. yes. Okay, I was her boss.
0: I like. That. Oh, yeah.
2: So get um, that
0: promotion, <laughs> shit.
2: So we would close mostly uh, night shifts with one another, and we would play around a lot in <laughs> the stock room. What? And uh, she one time. Sorry, whoever purchased these, but we <laughs> we. <laughs> she, sorry, she had one time made me, like, a fort out of, you know, cushions for, you know, their outside patio, patio furniture. <laughs> it was really dope, Oop. though. So cute. So she's just like, come here, come here. And I'm no, like, okay. No, I was like, meet me in the stock room. Okay, so however it went down, I was upstairs with her, and <laughs> here's her little, you know, fort going on. I was like, what? Sexy. So we get up there and mind you, this is during work hours, <gasps> nighttime. I'm on call for any approvals. Like I'm gonna get buzzed, like manager approval manager, you know. I had one of our guys at the register, another guy at you know, she was my hand dipper at the time.
0: <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, she was. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And so she was dipping all right. So um, what? I went upstairs to go meet her in the stock room, and it was crazy. We had our fun, and I'm coming out because I can hear on the intercom they're calling me, and I guess they've called me multiple times where one of the guys actually went back there like to call us. Luckily, like, we were down where I was like, we're taking too long. We need to hurry up, Like kind of wrap this up. And I'm red, like my T-shirt,
3: <laughs> Oh because my it was hot god.
2: and you know we were getting into it, it was crazy and like he knew instantly and I was like oh my god like, <laughs> I can only imagine what this cat's gonna tell everybody what he done saw and if he could only have caught us a little bit sooner how much joy it probably would have brought him but <laughs> that was quite embarrassing for me oh it was embarrassing though. the fact that I know he know like knew what we were like, doing why you look all red why what? you sweat and why I you... was like glistening and stuff and he Come
0: on now. That my was, hair looked
2: tossed up, too.
0: <laughs> was that not embarrassing for you?
2: Probably
3: not. Uh, You
0: know
2: me. I came out like, what did I do? <laughs> she don't care. You know
1: her. She don't no, care. No, not that I didn't care. I just, no one seen nothing, you know? And then I belong on the floor. <laughs> yeah, you belonged on the floor, right? <laughs> I mean, so I act like I was stalking. <laughs> but, yeah, it was crazy. I want to go peek on Liz, and she was red. I was like, oh, my God, we're busted. <laughs>
2: So is that the same experience for you, or you recall another event that I don't recall? Oh, uh, mine's is a different event.
3: Oh, oh wow. shit,
0: yeah.
2: we're not is- in sync. <laughs>
1: My event was at the beginning.
0: Oh, she pulled up close to the mic, y'all. Yeah.
1: She, she likes the beach. So. Oh, my God. I forgot <laughs> about that. Oh so, I mean, I was like, girl, are you down or not? And she's like, you know me. I was just <laughs> like, all right, let me go get my sleeping bag. Good <laughs> story. So, I busted out my sleeping bag. We went down to the pier uh, right there where the waves were and stuff. And I opened up my sleeping bag. She got cold. <laughs> so, you know, I busted out my music, you know, and... Um,
0: Shit, you're fucking
1: romantic. Right? <laughs> Damn. You know, I don't know if we had beers or a bottle. No, we didn't. Wow. It I don't was like know. spare of the moment, like... Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I know I have my music. I always got my music. So I was just like, man, let me get this girl in the mood, right, in front of the waves. So it was cold that how She was cold, so I zipped up my sleeping bag, like, you know, don't even trip. I know we both can't fit in there. You know, you can <laughs> go ahead and dip in, you know? <laughs> so, Lay on me. <laughs> so she was just like, hey, I'm hella cold, you know. I'm just like, well, let me get in there with you, you know. Some body temperature will warm you up. <laughs> so, I mean, what was embarrassing to me at the time is because we were right there. And, of course, you know, we were both in the sleeping bag, and then one thing led to another. And then before, you know it, people were walking by yes. just eyeballing, zeroing in, and like, oh, what? And like, like, yes. you know, don't, I mean... It was dark. It was, I don't even remember. It was probably, nighttime. Right was,
2: before midnight, I think. But it was very cold because mind you, it gets colder at the beach. And All then right. I think it wasn't even summer weather. I think it was like probably Ooh. like right now. So Damn. it was freezing over there. And then to be like getting half naked so i mean it was crazy for me it was like hell yeah you know like this girl's
1: (laughs) down you know i like we went full force and i mean to me what was most embarrassing is everyone walking by staring and looking we even i felt like a turtle i put the sleeping bag over my head like bam i hope we don't get busted by security this will be embarrassing it'll be bad for both of us you know but
0: but did you stop
2: Hell no, we didn't stop. We I, I think like it was more like where we started zipping up the covers. And, yeah, like, just getting closer to, to each other. So we could look like maybe one of the other homeless people on the beach.
3: Because <laughs> I, I was
2: like, this is so wild, dude. Like it It's was cold. Embarrassing, people walking with their children. Stop. That's
1: what <laughs> sticks out in my mind and that I remember at the beginning that was embarrassing for me. Because you know me, I don't get embarrassed anymore. Them days are over.
2: Yeah, and then we have our house now. So we've, had our, we've been in our own home for (laughs) the whole time. We've practically been together. I think we've been living together for 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. 16 years.
0: Do you two still do stuff like spur of the moment out in the world like that? Like crazy? Like,
2: I think that we get the feeling and we're like later, baby, you got you. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't know. I just, I just feel that now there's no need for us to have to hurry up and get into it because we got to hurry up and go home, you know? And at the time we were not living together. So I think that's when we were more spontaneous, like, hey, let's do this, because I don't know if I'm going to see you tomorrow, and if I do, at least I'm going to make today worth it, you know? Right. But now... Wait, I got one more. One more. Oh, oh shit. Shoot. Just one Flashbacks more. Flashbacks are popping up. I'll never up. forget this. You know, and that's a good thing. Sal
1: had his daddy in his life, because <laughs> daddy picked up baby on the weekends. <laughs> so when me and Liz got tipsy at home, we got daring. So oh, remember shit. that time in the kitchen floor? Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, this
2: is where we lived together, so this is what... Yeah, what's...
1: so of course, it, it was, man, we had our own house, but our backsliding door like this one didn't have a curtain. It was fully exposed. You know, we were divided by patios, so oh. I told her, Hey, I'm feeling good. How about
2: you and me, too? Hey, right there in the kitchen floor. Yeah. And mind you, we didn't, after all this time, not know how steep through the back to the patio carport area was until we were, like, actually back there. And I used to walk butthole naked in the house. And I'm like, dude, I must have been putting on a show for all my neighbors because... I just didn't ever care to think like, hey, if you were to go to the patio right now, like if you're going to park a car or even pass by, could you see in the house? And you could totally see in the house. Oh, shit. Can you imagine the books people wrote on us? I know. Or <laughs> just watching, peeping toms. I don't know. That was a fun time. Those were fun times.
0: <laughs> um, so because we're talking in this moment, we're talking about sex. Um. Over over your span of being together for so many years, one of the things that people tend to talk about is, like, the longevity of sex and intimacy. Has that died for for you guys? Has it lessened, or do you feel like maybe tapered off or anything like that?
2: We don't do it as frequently like we did, like, rabbits when we were first together. Because, like, I swear, <laughs> we felt like we were just on fire all the time. Like, okay, round two, round three, round right. four. Um I don't know if it comes with age, or just the fact of like I said, knowing that it's there, I could get it whenever I want. You know what I mean? Right. But it's not like every day. It's not like I need her. I need her in my bed for sure. She needs to be in my bed. Yeah. I need to feel my wife. But it doesn't mean that I need to like literally like hop on this twenty four (laughs) seven. Like I don't need that. Put my fire out. She she gets me excited just touching me. You know, Um, I could fall asleep like completely satisfied knowing that my wife is right there next to me holding me to bed because you know like I said as you get older you know it's the little things that I feel bring joy to my life and just to have her and us still being together and living and being able to wake up every day because you know as we get older we have health problems i know i have health problems and i get (laughs) (laughs) worried. and i know that i get worried like am i gonna see tomorrow so hold me
3: yeah
2: (laughs) hold me and let me go to sleep with you because if tonight's the last night at least i got to hold my wife you know yeah oh i would have to say
1: to me it's it's still on full force, and I blame myself if it isn't. Why?
2: <laughs> she likes to go to sleep. <laughs> mm,
1: it's only because... But she works a lot, guys. I work a lot, you know, and I'm always there for my relatives that need me after work. Yes. And she could tell, you know, and it's not that she don't want me to be there, but the little time I do give her, that's for shower time, eating time, playing with my dogs. So when it's time to jump in bed, she's and she's tired. looking at me with glossy eyeballs, <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) baby I'm tired she's like you're always tired you know and I'm like baby I'm tired you know but she knows I'll hook her up when I hook her up just be a
2: princess then just let me take the wheel
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you know and I gotta say it's not that Our sex life, because to me, it's still intense. Because when we do get down, to me, it's more than love. It's just like, man. It's very passionate. You still make me feel like this lady? Damn, I thought we will be like an old lady mode. But (laughs) no way. You know, this girl, man, she's a keeper. You know, she knows what she's doing. And, you know, it being 17 years, it's it's crazy. I think me having two jobs, coming home you know wants me to jump on her and attack it but like <laughs> girl i'm tired you know and it's just right. like you know and that's why we make this thing where the weekends are for us you know what i mean i work monday through friday i leave at five in the morning i don't get home to what wow. 8 Some, 30
2: sometimes it does get up until 8 30 but i try to get her home at least by like 7 7 30 my thing is I come, of course, being, I mean, like I said, you know, the whole Hispanic, like, let's eat together. Yeah. I still strongly believe that. Like, my family is always at this table. We eat together. And it, we have a bad habit of eating and, like, going to sleep, like, an hour or two later. Yeah. But it's just because I feel it's so important for us to sit down together. Let me know how your day was going. And how was things with you today? And it's important to have that because a lot of people still do not have that. They didn't keep those morals. It's like, okay, your husband or your wife is in the kitchen eating and yeah. your kid's in the bedroom eating. And it's like, where, no communication. where did yeah. that... Fall off that you know, so I literally eat late, and it's only because and she tells me I don't have to, but it's because I want her home. I'm oh, like eating with us as a family, you yeah, know. Yeah, stick me a plate in
1: the microwave, no. I'm cool, give me a frozen burrito, I
2: don't care. No, I'm not <laughs> down with that, but she's like, No, you
1: know, I want you know, I want to eat like a family, and I'm down with that. Yeah.
0: i I try to, so we don't have any kids, so we don't have the the sense of, like, everybody being at the table, but I'm trying to cultivate that. Mm -hmm. This is why we're so insane, God! (laughs) Um, Where I'm like, I don't want to sit in front of the TV and eat. I want to sit at the table. I want to sit at the table, no TV, no phone. Like, I just want to talk to you. I want to... How was your day? I know we see each other all day. We ain't got no jobs. All we do is sit at home. I go to school. I go grab up. And Mm -hmm. I just want to have a conversation with you. Like, even if it's for just, like, 20 minutes, you want to eat the shit out your food, but just, we just connect. Um and I think that if uh I think that when I don't want to say if when we have children, I want that. Like I really want like it's important. turn it off. It's just you and me. Everything else can wait. It is is yeah. only a minute at, like a couple minutes of your time. Like that's it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm really glad that you try and instill that um in your family dynamic. Yeah. Um so let's talk about a couple of some let's talk about some gay shit here. Um <laughs> Throw out the so. Gay shit. Do you guys uh, do you guys show PDA in public? Are you guys do do you still uh, show your relationship when you guys are out? Um, especially it like growing up in like a, a Chicano household, like um, I know that we don't get to see it often. We know that it's there. We don't get to see it often, and I know that like pda like i i I would probably get a chancla for something in the market (laughs) before i would get a hug or someone holding my hand
2: i I would say only sometimes and this is a reason being is because we like valerie she has her sister who is also gay and of course when we're around particular family members we have our limitations i guess you can say of showing pda like we're like now you know hold your hand i'll rub her leg or you know, I'll glare at her and she knows what my glares mean. You know, I don't have to say anything. My looks let her know that, you know, huh? I'm like you know, ready. <laughs> you know, but but you know, in public, like I says, it varies because if we're at a bar and or a pool joint and it's a straight, you know, area, you know, mostly you know, obviously we don't hardly go to any more gay places, but if it and we were just recently at a spot and it was Two gay couples, her sister and I, and it was four of us, just four girls having a good time, shooting some pool, drinking some beer, and it's a place just filled with heterosexuals. Mm -hmm. I don't feel uncomfortable holding my wife's hand or pecking her on the lips because she's my wife, and I don't feel any more, I could say, I could say any more because maybe it's so exposed, and I don't do it to where it's disgusting, and like, we're like, I'm playing you know, tonsil hockey with her. Ooh,
0: I hate, I, I'm, so I just want to put this, I hate that shit, even yes. from straight people. I don't want to see that. Yeah, exactly.
2: No, just, we, we say that, like, get red a room. room. Yeah. Yes, we always get say that straight out, like, get a room, dude, like, you know, you're like looking like you guys about to put your pecker up in her, like, yeah. stop, dude, it's gross. I don't want to see that <laughs> shit. But, you know, um, you know, we do show PDA, but it's not, like, a obsessive like that. Like, it's, right. like, where you're getting d- disgusted by watching it. Because even with heterosexuals, it's disgusting. Like, yeah. I don't want to see that. So, you know, but, yeah, I mean, I could say now, I think... Because it's so out there. I at the beginning, though, no, we were like, no, like you know, be a little bit don't more hold my hand. Let, let,
1: let my hand go. Don't touch me. <laughs> nah.
2: Yeah, like now, now I just feel that we're a little bit. But in front of like my family or her family, we're very respectful. We are not like that. We do not show PDA. Like when we're around like her mom or my parents, because it's they're elderly people, and I just don't feel like they still not hip to the game. They're old school and. Or like my homophobic older sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
1: she has her beliefs and whatever she wants to call it. But like I tell her, you know, this is me. You know, you're you on me. This is
2: me, Pac-Man.
1: Right? But like I tell Liz, the way I feel about it, to each is their own. And I respect everyone that's out there and out in the open. More power to you. But to me, if I'm going to get intimate with Liz... You know, or even just hugging up on her. It'll be at a movie theater when the lights are off. <laughs> Not that I'm a shame her, you know what I mean? You know... People trip out like, no, you're not with her. I never even see you buy her, hug her, kiss her. We're not a show. You know, she's not a trophy. And if I want to do that, it's in-house and it's behind doors and it's where I want to love my wife. You know, we're not no show where if you want to see me kiss my wife just to believe I'm with her, I'm not going to do all that. That's mm. happened before too. That happened several times. You know, we went to Vegas. We had dudes go up to us and like, hey, um... Can we have a threesome. Like
3: what? Oh, we yes. had a now couple That's of a, hit that's us a up.
2: story. That's a, a wild story. Actually, one of our really good family friends is with us, and she's always with us. And like I told you, we do a lot of turnaround trips. And people are like, "What's a turnaround?" It's like you know, you gather together on a bus and you head out to Vegas, and either you stay for the weekend or you come back home. Well, that's our routine. That's our Super Bowl routine. And we were out there having a jolly old good time, clubbing it at a heterosexual club. And on our way coming out of the bathroom, mind you, I am faded and drunk as This out. country guy literally, like, I guess, seen us or I don't know. I don't even know how it came about. Like I said, I was intoxicated. And as I came out, he was just like, you know, in his little southern accent was really cute. Hey, you know, I just want to show you some Southern hospitality. And, you know, I, I'll get a room, but I won't touch oh. you. I just want to see. Like, just and I was to like, look. no, homie. Wow.
1: Yeah, he said, I'll pay you whatever you want. I was yeah, like, He just wants to see. And, hey, and I'm like, not going to lie, Frank. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I was like, I'm down for the cost.
1: <laughs> oh, what was that movie? Indecent Proposal. Right? I was like, oh, that went through my head. I was like, nah, Val, stop. You bad. <laughs> but he's saw all I want to do is look. I won't touch. I was like, wow. Liz, are you down with this? i she's like, like no. I was like, all right. Hey, buddy. She said, no, take a hike. But, right. you know, it's it's just crazy, you know. And, and like I tell Liz, you know, not to, to be disrespectful in any way, but I tell her, can you imagine right.
2: <laughs> how much Jim it is I could get?
1: <laughs>
0: well, yeah. No, so, I... The, the the conversation that I've had with many female couples is that men always impose themselves on your relationships and it becomes fetishized um, so it's like a it's, it's almost like a gift and a curse like women have the opportunity and benefit living in a patriarchy where you guys can be out in the world and hold each other's hand and be affectionate whereas gay men can't mm-hmm. but the bad part of that is that uh, cis straight men. They get will, turned on on that. Yeah, and it's like, and the thing is, is they can't just leave it alone. No,
2: they can't. We're like become they, their magnet.
0: Right. And they want to insert themselves in what you have created. It's disgusting. It's so no, disgusting. it is because
2: we hear like, I could turn you back right. into yeah. like liking dick, and I'm like,, uh, I have a nice <laughs> big blue dick at home. I don't need your dick, <laughs> And I could pick the size of the dicks I want. I don't want it to be a mystery when you pull down your pants
0: and it makes oh, me so is. it makes me so confused the the way that um straight men objectify women because, they're okay with watching women do whatever they want. If they can do it to them, they want the fantasy is to be with two women. That's yeah. like the apex of you know everything. But like they can't fathom like two men just being with each other. Like it's the flip side of the coin, y'all.
2: Exactly, and, 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 and I get that because I. So I'm saying with my family, it was so like frowned upon. Like hearing them talk like about,
0: yeah.
2: oh, that's so gross, gay guys, or and, and even here even hearing. Females say that And I'm just like well, what difference Does right. it make Like Damn
0: I was just About to say that That's why you
2: Want me <laughs> Shit
0: Sorry y'all. I've had some patron I'm with some Of my best people <laughs> I'm gonna get hyped.
1: Get hype
3: Get hype yeah, we, we love it We love it
0: Um so I had a conversation with a couple of people um, a few weeks ago in regards to hiding their relationship to fit into an area that was just mostly straight people. Do you guys ever hide who you are? Never. No? No. That's beautiful.
2: Because I don't feel we should hide because we're two women that fell in love and I don't regret falling in love with her and I'm sure she don't regret falling in love with me. It's just like who you fall in love with, It's I don't think it's... Something to hide. No, it shouldn't. I mean, like, it's like when two heterosexuals meet and they're in love. Why is it okay for them to be exposed to showing their love and affection? And for us, it's like, oh, that's so disgusting. Well, why is it disgusting when I love her and she loves me? And if if a man loves a woman and a man loves... And and it's heterosexual and they're loving each other, I just don't understand the difference. You know, or even two gay men. Like, you know what I mean? I just... I don't get
1: it. You are who you are, man. You're gonna love who you, and you got a beautiful heart. You got an amazing. heart. You know heart. your heart, man. You're almost up there with me. <laughs> you know what, then You're dude. I mean,
2: man. Max is awesome,
1: look at right? That where you're it's just like trying to get like... some of
0: my man. Like, I'm gonna leave him alone. I see the way you look at my fine <laughs> We're gonna ass give man. him
2: some more ribs.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and, and and that touches on one of the things that Miguel has said before. People get so caught up on the sex part. Like they forget about the love part. They forget about how big people's hearts are, and, and how that's important. It definitely that's is. what
2: brings people to become couples in the first place is the love and the attraction. So if I'm attracted to whatever sex it is, it doesn't matter if it was without. But tell, tell him what made you fall in love with me. Be honest. She's amazing, dude. She really is. Like she, <laughs> my heart. Like <laughs> her, she has such an amazing heart. She's so giving. I see that. She's so giving. She's a listener. Um, And I think that, you know, for anybody who's in a relationship where they feel like they're not getting that. And, like, especially when you want to just talk. Like, Mm. if I'm having a bad day and I just want to, like, talk it out. Like, shit, this happened today. And then, you know, you're sitting there and talking, but you're completely being tuned out because they're watching sports. Or they're playing on a video game. Or they're playing on their phone. like well, shit, no, who the, did you hear what I said? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, then it becomes like, well, what's the point of even talking to you? Right. And I feel that people need that. I mean, because then that's when people do start talking to other people. And I don't want her talking to other people. Come home and tell me what the hell you're feeling. I want to know how your day was going. Don't share that with somebody else before you share it with me. I want to know what's going on.
0: So in regards to sharing, um, I do want to talk to you guys about uh, open and polyamorous relationships. Um, You guys know that me and my husband are in a polyamorous relationship. You guys were wonderful at my event. Thank you guys so much for attending. Um, And you know that the event was about people in different types of relationships. Um, Number one, how do you guys feel about uh, relationships that don't look very much like yours? Um, And... Uh, two, do you guys think that you could ever be a part of any other type of relationship that isn't uh, monogamous and closed?
2: I'll start that. So for me, I don't, I don't, I don't have an issue with anybody that's in a relationship and, you know, they're not solely with their partner. That's completely up to you. That's not for me to judge. That's your life, you guys agreed upon having that kind of lifestyle. Whatever floats your boat, tickles your pickle, ruffles your skirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That includes everybody. No, that that you includes know, so just many like people. You
2: know, it's just like, hey, you know, more power to you. Um, the, would I see myself in her like that? No, because I'm really selfish. I am. I want her for me. She's mine. You agree? You can't have it. I am. I don't care. I'll tell you straight <laughs> out. You're like, don't look at it. Don't touch it. Back the fuck up. It's mine. I invested my life with her, and I don't. I feel threatened if somebody were trying to swoop, like take her from me. Like right. that's mine. She's my lady, you know. Um, but I also have a. I was telling her I have a three F rules, and that's if you're not feeding me, fucking me, or financially supporting me, then I don't fucking care what you have to say. Your opinion does not even matter to me because who are you? Do I see your name on my bills? Are you paying my mortgage? Then how you feel or perceive my lifestyle, how is that affecting you? I'm not affecting you in any way. Right. So that goes the same thing with people who have open relationships. That's your choice. As long as that's not in my house and it's not affecting my household, I really don't give a shit what you're doing. You'd go fuck Tom, Dick, and Harry if you want to. <laughs> I don't care. It's not going to hurt me at the end of the day. I'm still going to go to sleep at night. So I don't understand how people get a kick or a rise off of that when it shouldn't affect your life. If it's right. not physically or emotionally affecting you, move on. To <laughs> each on. Is their own. Yeah. To each
1: is their own. For sure. You know, you're going to, people are going to be who they want to be, and I think they should be exactly how they feel, you know?
0: You guys, I, I'm i just so I, I get the opportunity to just like watch how you guys talk to each other. And you, you damn, I can't, damn, you guys are damn, so, you're Give me a so, kiss. so no. good. Um, and I think you guys have also been like the very first kisses on on my podcast. Sorry, so Frankie, no, you that's, no, that's good because that's what people should be doing, like, they should be connecting while they're having these conversations. And sometimes I don't, you know, what I'm so sorry, you guys aren't the first kiss. <laughs> I know. On uh, my podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let me take that good. Because I ha- I, you yeah, don't have to we'll redact the some shit. Um, um, so... Um,
2: Back to you. Yeah. I'm
0: <laughs> so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry I lost my truth. But I was just looking at you guys and just the way that you guys, um you know, communicate. Now, um, let me ask you, Liz. How would you feel if Maxwell and I brought... A boyfriend to one of your gatherings. Like just be honest, like how would you guys feel if we brought one of like if I had a boyfriend or he had a boyfriend? How would you guys like if this was
1: a guy you both were messing around with? No, like just just one of us. us, Just
0: one of us. Or maybe both of us. We haven't decided. Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. Okay,
2: so for me personally, I don't care. Just I mean you guys have always shown a great deal of respect, um, showing like, that you guys aren't all over each other. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know PDA status, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, no one, like, honestly, for real, like, nobody wants to see that no, shit. No, exactly.
2: No, if you were to come with your extra.
0: With then, her extra. I love that.
2: Well, then so be it. That's your guys' business, you know? I mean, hi, you know, new friend. <laughs> come well, back. If, you, if you're down with, like, Max or Frankie is, then... Come on down. I mean, I don't care. Like, seriously, I don't care. Like, as long as all that, like, we call it gay because my sister-in-law's majorly gay compared to us. Like, she's all over hers. And then it makes us kind of feel like, dude, come on, stop. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's kind of like, you, you know? It,
0: it, it, yeah. <laughs> but it you just... know what
2: I'm saying? There's just some people that are too extreme. But, but that's okay though. But it is okay because they love each other. But for me sometimes because we have been so different like that that yeah. we're more conservative like where we don't really show our love and affection like so that. So when we so, see it, you get all weird? I do <laughs> like sometimes I, but like I said even with if it was a heterosexual
3: couple, right, I right.
2: I feel still yeah. I still feel weird about it like dude seriously like I don't know, like, I have a thing, like, with girls sitting on dude's lap, because I've always heard, like, you know, them getting boners off of it, and stuff like that. Oh. So, I think of that, you know oh. what I mean? So, like...
0: That I don't mind. My, I don't no, really.
2: I know, but, you know, it's just, like, little things that I feel like when it's just too intense, when you're showing too much PDA. So, like, if you come here casually, just chilling and enjoying yourselves, enjoying the atmosphere, and, you know, enjoying what we got going on, then I don't care. Yeah. Bring your extra.
0: Well. Me?
2: Yeah.
0: Like, are you guys gonna? Would you guys be weird? Do you guys think you'd be you know what? Ma-
1: weird? You know what, Max and you, I love you both. If you were to bring a girl, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, I'm gonna accept whoever you bring.
3: Yeah,
1: whether it's a girl, or a guy, you know, I won't be that one. Hey, Max, you need to get down here, dog. Guess what? <laughs> Frank just bought some dude. No, no, no. I'm, but he's saying all three of them together. Yeah, like no, that. not even, not even, no way, never, no way.
0: So, and the reason I'm asking is because I literally, dead face, had someone say, shut the fuck up, like, look at me, and I said, yeah, Max, Max is hanging, and I was just joking about it, I said, Yo, Max is, uh he couldn't make it because he's hanging out with his boyfriend right now, and just the look in her face was just like, why, why, he's yours, like, own him, claim him, and um, that's one of the things that I'm always afraid about with monogamy, because people... Um, So society is where they move people to thinking that monogamy is like the only way that you have to be But when you come to realize people don't always want it I mean that's why people cheat because they don't have the ability to just be and act and feel how they are Um, Monogamy is another form of relationship and I'm not knocking it at all But that's not for me and my husband Um, We're currently, I'll just just throw it out there We're currently not looking for anybody because we're trying to build together We're trying to build a home um, and if at some point, maybe let's say like maybe my sex drive isn't as high and yeah, I'm like, yo, you know, I'm not I'm just not feeling sexy for you like six months. Yeah, I just want to <laughs> take a nap. I just want to. I'm so tired. Two jobs, you know, Um, go. I, I, I would honestly say like go out there and find what you need, Pops, because. I don't want you to feel unfulfilled, but I'm here. I'm here. I still love you. We're still building a home. I'm good. Just go out there and do what you need to do, but let me take a motherfucking nap. (laughs) Um, And some people just can't get with that vibe. Um, I can't get with monogamy anymore. Like I just can't. Like just like I just. There's so much I can't do. Um, But at the same time, um, I enjoy that that works for you guys because I see how much love you have in it. Um, and I don't think that you guys go every single day thinking about monogamy. Mm-mm. You just think about the love you have in your home.
3: Yes.
0: Um, and I enjoy that. I love seeing that you guys re- look like you guys respect each other, love each other, talk to each other, feed each other, mm-hmm. f- uh, fuck each other. Like, it's just <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so... The whole nine yards. Yeah, it's, you know, it's I mean,
2: really mean To each just your own. I mean, like, if that's what you're vibing and, and your partner's down with that... I mean that's something that you and your partner, of course, have to have an, an agreement on. You right. know, I mean, you can't just be like, "I'm gonna fuck the neighbor because he's hot," <laughs> and you're just gonna have to sit there and like it because you want to take a nap or right. might no. not even
1: know about it.
3: Right. Yeah, you and know,
0: you're you like you you both have said it like the community the communication is oh yeah, tantam- that's key. Yeah, right.
3: That's key.
0: Um, and I and I like that because uh, people will say that, but they don't have it. And I've seen it. I've talked to people that don't have communication. Like, they'll say, communication is everything. And it's like, but you're not practicing it. You're exactly. just saying it. Um, so, uh I appreciate that. And I will always let you know beforehand if I'm going to bring an extra just <laughs> so you know. Anytime,
2: anytime. Yeah. You but, know, and, and my mindset has changed through the years. Maybe if you would have asked me this question a couple of years ago, it would have been a lot different because, you know, I come from a background, a family where there was a lot of cheating. And I'm right. I'm, I'm I'm to attest to being one of those people because right. I left my husband to be with my wife. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, for me to say you know, frowning upon somebody who wants to be with somebody else because they're not getting the pleasure at home, who am I to say, oh, no, you know, that I can't believe that or shame on you, Frankie, because then then I look like a hypocrite because I did the same thing because I was unhappy. So who am I to say, no, no, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that, Frankie. You know, you're wrong. You know, be faithful to Max. Like, who am I? Right, right. I
1: will say this. Oh, shit. Let me come in on this. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I will say there is a big difference. Let two girls do that. Hell nah. You know what I mean? I think guys got leeway on that. Really? It's okay for guys to do it, but when it comes to girls,
2: Because we're more territorial. We're more territorial. Mm. There's, more, there's more emotions, I feel, attached with women. And that's one thing I tell them. I don't know if I could be with another girl because I have so much attachment to her. And that I never had with a man. Like, men won't click to what I'm thinking. Men don't even know how to sexually please me because they don't have the same body Damn. parts.
0: Damn. <laughs> People with penises, y'all can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
2: can put on a penis and do in my dance. Uh, oh, I don't need goodness. your old penis. <laughs> so,
0: I'm so glad that you talked about that, Val, because I wanted to ask you guys, how do you make relationships? Do you guys make, well, number one, do you guys make relationships... Uh, Easily with other women
1: No What do you mean As far as what Like friends
0: Yeah like how do you make Because So gay men Can't make friends With people That either are A Not trying to fuck them Mm -hmm. Or uh be aren't attracted to them. Like uh-huh. I've never I've
2: seen that before.
0: Yeah a like gay a, man. It, it's 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 something that I see. They quite can't be often. friends
2: with somebody that like a gay man cannot be friends with somebody that they don't find remotely attractive. Yeah. Or if they yeah. want or possibly have like the idea, oh I'm gonna fuck this guy. Yeah.
0: So do you guys make because uh in previous podcasts I've had um a couple say that they feel that females are um, number one territorial they um, are Number two, uh, have ulterior motives. Is that how you guys feel? Okay. Um, Why do you think that is?
2: Well, I can say personally speaking, I've already experienced all that. Because Valerie has had some quite a few shady people come into our lives that I feel that they've tried to bamboozle me.
3: Bamboozle?
2: No, I'm being serious. Like, hell? don't sit here smiling at me, bitch, acting like you're my friend, eating in my house, or having a picnic with me, and on the side, you trying to put your pussy on my girl.
0: In the same aspect, have you had people that just come in and try to be platonic, like, that don't have those types or you feel that They're, they're usually matured.
2: heterosexuals That don't threaten me And you Got better it. be In a healthy relationship And not bi-curious Because bi-curious. I know A lot of bi-curious people Especially when they be drinking They're really curious On what the nanny looks like
0: <laughs> <laughs> And
2: you're not going to touch My nanny or my girl oh my So back God. up like.
0: But you don't feel that way Towards men Or you do
2: because. No. Men, I men don't threaten me at all. They don't. I mean, I feel like because I speak so openly and free about anything, I'm like literally like, you ask me something, I don't sugarcoat shit. Mm-hmm. Men can handle that. Girls cannot. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. I feel you tell girls the truth. If you're like, girl, how's this dress? Bitch, go take it off. It don't look right. What are you wearing? Oh, fuck you. Like It's like claws out they weren't like (laughs) like they thought they were like looking jamming for the night no you look silly go change tone down your makeup you know like you're looking like bozo the clown (laughs) no but guys are not like that guys will take it and be like dick seriously like you know i get that a lot that's all i hear like dick seriously like oh damn so i should do this or i should do that or you know they more are they absorb what you're saying like a sponge opposed to women take everything offensively big time you can't tell people that are
0: so do you do you at all think that the way that you guys perceive other women is because society like because we're ran by white men um that put down women in that aspect that create that fear and i mean it it also sadly it also stems to white women putting other women down that's where to keep us down so you know White men, white women in the same bracket, but, you know, women are a little higher and or women are a little lower. White women are a little lower. And they use that to tear women, especially women of color, down to keep to keep uh, us at each other's throats. So do you do you think that that has anything to do with the way that you might feel? Um, mm, I don't know. Insecure, because you said you they they are about. Um, I'm I'm sorry, I may be confusing it. Um, Make you feel that they have ulterior motives. Because, I mean, if you think back to like time, like time, you know, time before, like a beautiful black woman could be a servant to a white woman, and the white woman hates the black woman because she's just so beautiful. I mean, we saw it in 12 Years of Slaves where, Mm. you know, she rips her face apart um, (laughs) because she's so damn fine. Right? Um, Well, well,
2: that's why her husband was. You know, hooking up with the maid because she was hot. And that's why you have, you know, white kids out there with black people's last names. Right. That's how it started. But that's another podcast. But, um, you know, back to that, um, I get mistakenly for not knowing what nationality I am all the time. And it's because I'm, you know, light skinned, colored eyes, and oh, she
0: has beautiful eyes. Thank you, I, oh my goodness! When the oh light my hits her, I get so I, I just look at her eyes, and I'm, I can't even see green, y'all. So her <laughs> eyes look this, this beautiful, euphoric color that I just get lost in whenever she he talks. She says that it's, all the time too. So it's such a <laughs> beautiful. <They're> Omg!
2: Beautiful. <laughs> but I really do seriously get mistaken a lot for like especially when I worked in retail stores do you speak Spanish because people didn't know what language I spoke to using, right. like you know so and I get it but I guess maybe with that what you said about the whole white thing I guess for me that's not ever been the issue because okay. people confuse me for my nationality of the time I mean people I mean think sometimes I am mixed. some people don't know if I'm Hispanic people don't know if I'm Native American I've gotten only once told are you native american that blew my mind because like how would you even think that um but for the most part for me it's not that i feel that women in general just tend to put other women down it's like a competition and it's disgusting because i think we should be uplifting each other opposed to being in competition with each other it's always a competition i'm not about that. that i'm me Um, I believe that what I want in my life for my family, I'm going, I'm an achiever. I'm going to go get her. And I set goals all the time. And if I accomplish my goals, guess what? I'm going to do it again. I'm going to set another goal. But for a lot of women, it's really a competition. And I feel that that's where all this, you know, these emotions come through and they gask out like ugly towards right. another female and it's not my own insecurities that I'm feeling towards other women it's just the fact that I just feel like I said I've been bamboozled a lot
0: bamboozled
2: no really like I literally had females in my past that sit there act like you know we're great yeah, and remember. when they leave and we're not with each other anymore I'm not so great no more
0: yeah we and were then, just having this conversation. Uh, Was it yesterday? I
2: believe, yeah, I believe it was. And and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm still going to be me at the end of the day. What you think and what you perceive of me. And that's why I'm so closed in and I don't sit down and tell everybody, like, I have a wife. If you think I have a husband, well, then shame (laughs) on you, dumb dumb, because (laughs) these are the 2000s. And you don't know. Right. You don't know. So I don't sit there and I don't publicize who I am because my life behind work is my business. Right. I shouldn't have to go to work and be like, this is my life and I have a wife. and <laughs> right. That's none of your damn business. Right. I'm here to get paid and I want to go home. So you Yeah, know?
0: I remember when we first started working together in our group that was filled with apparently like, what, like six gay people <laughs> out of and like chosen. 15. <laughs> um, we were just like... Who's who and what's what, and um, and everyone was speculating. Like Liz never talks about her relationship, mm-hmm. and Liz never oh. talks about her relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, I I think that that's important to to um, not just confide in everybody because
2: I've lost a lot of friends. Yeah, too, because it's sad because now I'm stereotyped because I said I have a wife. Yeah, and yet you thought I was truly amazing and. And I was like this great person to be your friend or part of your clique. And now because I said I have a wife or a girlfriend at the time, now you don't want to talk to me. You don't want to kick it. You're like steering away from my direction. That's all good, though. Exactly. And it doesn't bother me. But at the beginning, it did because I would feel like, well, damn, now I don't feel like I can tell you people that I have a wife. So if you want to assume I have a husband, then you just sit there and assume I have a husband. That's shame on you, you know. Yeah, 90 percent they do.
3: Yeah. No Val,
0: you have a stronger personality that speaks. I mean, when I met you, I was like, damn, like your <laughs> your love and your energy it fills a space. Like it fills a space like most people that I never, I'm never around. Um, do you feel the same way towards um, towards females, towards women, and? And how do you, because you seem, like, you seem, a, you seem so friendly and hospitable. Like, every time I meet you, like, I remember this one time we, what was that, a karaoke, I think we went to karaoke bar, and you were just talking to everybody left and like, all around. Frankie, I, I might like, get slapped right now, but... <laughs> you're the life of the party. She
1: really I was. love women. You know what I mean? My wife knows that. She met me knowing that. You know, and don't, don't get me wrong, I will never disrespect her. She knows that. But... One thing I trip out on is (laughs) I'm me, you know what I mean? She calls me a flirt, your flirt of the year. You know what? This is me, Pac Man. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, I'm who I am. You know, when I get people, you know, when I get company, I get friends, could even be my siblings. This is me, you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm very, uh, she calls it, you're too extra.
3: No, it's not too extra.
1: <laughs> it's just, I mean, I love my people, you know, especially my friends. I have a, a very small circle, and my small circle, you know, when I have gatherings or, you know, birthdays, I have my own little clique that I would invite, and, you know, and my clique's getting bigger and bigger, and this one right here, who's this? Oh, yeah. I got to you know, detective. And it's, <laughs> and it's a trip because... Like I said, with women, it's just different, you know. All my friends are guys, but when I want to have my women friends around, this one turns green on me, you know what I mean? And it's just crazy because she has a set of her friends, you know what I mean? And her friends became my friends, like you, you know. You're not my friend, Frank, you know what I mean? So, like, I got all these friends because of her, you know. But back at the ranch, I still got my friends. So Mm -hmm. when I want to all of a sudden invite my friends to my home that's this much bigger now, She's just like, why? And it's just like, (laughs) baby, don't forget I got friends too, you know? But at the same time, it's just, it's different when it's females, you know? It's just, it's just this big old shield goes over her and it's just like, why do you act this way? You know what I mean? I don't make you feel like that. And when we first got together, you met me like this. I'm who I am. I'm nice. She says, I'm too nice. Mm-hmm. No fool, I've always been this
2: way, you know? And yeah, this- she has, but it's just where I feel through the years. Some people take her kindness for weakness. They really do. They they take advantage of how genuine and sincere and giving and caring she is, and that irritates me because I don't even take advantage of my wife. How dare you take advantage of my wife? Because she's, you know, willing to be like, hey, you know, I see you're having a hard time. Here's a couple of dollars, or do you need some food, or you need this? Or- and then they take advantage of her so but with the female part the only reason why I put my shield up is because my question it becomes a trivia like a question of like well is this person married? Is this person (laughs) single? Right. (laughs) Are they happy? Because those things to me matter and it's like I said when you live through the experience as long as her and I've been together there have been a lot of girls who I feel try to sabotage what we have Mm and and It could even be heterosexual people. They are very envious of how I love her and how she loves me. By curious? And they become curious (laughs) on that. No, they really do become curious on like, well, what is it that you love so much about her? Right. And then that makes me feel where I got to put up my shield because like, well, why are you so damn curious on knowing why? Like so much about her. Like I should be worrying about her. You shouldn't be worrying about that. And they get too like questioning, like, Oh, well, what about this about your wife? And what, what, you know, this, it just becomes like, why are you questioning her about me? Right. It's none of your business.
0: So I'm glad that you guys actually talked about that. What I want to ask is, because you guys have been together for such a long time, um, and, and that's super wonderful. I know that it doesn't come without its ups and its downs. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys work through any type of jealousy that you guys both might feel?
3: Pulling out half of my hair. I'm the
2: jealous one
1: here. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I get... I get dudes up the ass when we go out. Hey, can I dance with your lady? Hey, is that your lady, motherfucker? That's my wife. You know, but at the same time, I get dudes. And I mean, it makes me feel good, Frank. You know what I mean? Dudes ask me, can I dance with your wife? Can? I-? You know what? You shouldn't ask me. Ask her. And at the same time, I tell her, I'll never have you on lock. You know what I mean? You're my wife. I know what I got. And number one is trust. So I ain't got to worry about my wife dancing with a man. Handle. You know what I mean? Go ask her, though. You need to ask her before you ask me. Why? I don't own her. This is a human being that's gonna look and like, and you know, she's human. And I would never take that away from my wife. You know, we have eyes, right, baby? Mm-hmm. What's but the just, number one rule? Just don't stare. No, don't, don't touch. T- so, hey, you I know. I love these two <laughs> so hard. <right laughs> so it's just like, you know, and it, it, when I see guys getting disrespectful, like holding her on the waist and bringing their, bringing my girl's body towards them, that's where I got to turn green and be like, yo, dude, are you drunk? But I don't you just... allow it to get to that point. Never.
2: It's, it's, it makes me feel c- uncomfortable. And especially if my wife is sitting there looking at me, even if she wasn't looking at me, I would still feel uncomfortable because I'm taken. And to dance up like all wild and crazy on somebody like, mm, I don't want to give you the impression yeah, that I wanna go home with you. It's not and like you're not that.
1: disrespectful like that, and that's what I respect about Liz, where like Liz likes to dance. Me, I'm over there in the corner getting faded with my boy Frankie <laughs> and Max. I ain't trying to dance, right? <laughs> no and if doubt. I do I've dance seen
0: that shit. <laughs> I've seen
1: it. I'm dancing after a bottle. So <laughs> she's on dance mode all day, every day, and it's just like, you know, I know she wants to dance, but I'm like, baby, I need to get drunk before I dance. <laughs> she does that's say just that straight that up all the time. You know, or we go to bars and there's dudes that right away rush her and they don't believe I'm with Liz. They're like, hell now nah, you're not her chick. I'm like, go ask her. <laughs> and, you know, and it's just like, to me, the jealousy, it's not there. And when it is, I feel where it's on a disrespectful level, which never happened. It's more on the other people. It's more on the, the female or the guy coming on to Liz or I'm seeing that a guy's being too touchy-touchy with her where I'll be like, hey, baby, are you, are you all right? I'll grab her, and it'll let the guy be like, oh, fuck, you know. I'll grab her, hey, are you all right? I'll hug her, and she'll look at me like, thank you for saving me type of deal. <laughs> and are you all right? Yeah, everything's good. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll see. How many beards have you had? I'll give her two fingers. How many fingers? She's all right. I'll walk away. Done deal. Both the jealousy part. I trust my lady. So, I mean, as far as jealousy, I ain't with it. I'm not the type to go put three hickeys on her neck. I'm not the type to go fucking, (laughs) you know, Matt Quest where she's at. I'm not with it. You know what I mean? If you married it and you live with it, you should trust it. And that's where I stand.
0: I think I just had an orgasm. She so was beautiful. <laughs> Damn, you're a fucking poet.
1: You're a fucking, you
0: wear, I was about to say, you Tupac
2: and you wear a Tupac. <laughs> That's her voice. That's true,
0: cool, Frank.
1: That's
2: how I feel. I am jealous, though. I am. And I try not to be because, you know, it's not healthy, first of all. It's not. But um, I'm just jealous for the simple fact that it's because, you know, she's my girl. And I don't want somebody to snatch up something that I've had for so long that I love. You know, it's not something just like it's ownership or anything like that. But it's just that, like I said, when you've ever been in a situation where there's girls where, I'm not kidding, we're just having this conversation. I remember a time that there was this girl. She had a dude. Don't say her name. I'm not. No, no. (laughs) He was busted, but yet she was being the biggest sleaze on the planet. (laughs) And okay, I get it. But just don't be a sleaze with mine. Right. Find your own area to work on that's free and willing to be you know on your level but this is taken so what would bother me is that like if we're kicking we had a thing we're kicking it at a park a lot you know you know sipping on brews barbecuing the whole nine yard and I would usually get there late because there was, was my lunch break or they were all off kicking it at the park and I just roll up for my lunch but it would bother me to see that these females would be all up on her and I could see them laughing and all touchy-touchy, and the moment I would, like, walk, it's like they've seen a ghost, their eyes are, po- like, popping out of their head, and then all of a sudden, they're a ghost. No <laughs> sight of these broads. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, what's up with that? You know, like, if it's a casual, innocent conversation, that there should not be a reason why another female gets off the table. So that lets me know, just by your vibe, that you obviously are trying to do a little bit more with what's mine. That made you leave. Because if it was innocent, then why would you leave?
3: Right.
2: But you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you have to be in a situation where you've um, been around enough people that probably made you feel that type of way. Like I have. Like I said, Val's had some sleazy, easy friends in her past. (laughs) Stop. Then I have to be on my A game because I'm not going to sit there naive thinking, no. yeah, they're just her friends, but yet they're trying to be more than her friends. Like, don't be calling my girl at two in the morning. You ain't got no business doing that.
0: I be telling my man that all the time. We're polyamorous, but I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to at one o'clock in the morning? And then he's like, he's like, oh, it was Mark Anthony. And I'm like, let me see, let me, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, cause you know, like, even yeah. though, like, there's just like, just a little kernel of like, is that what's really going on?
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: that's something I gotta work on the myself, but yeah, um. You guys, in the last, let's see, I would I'd say maybe since you guys got married, um, have you guys made any new friends, Any new friends that are female? Let me ask that.
2: I I think my friends are mostly like coworkers. It's not like I'm. We went to a club and I'm like, oh, you we vibing? Like let let me be your Facebook friend and we'll be friends forever. No,
3: right.
2: um, I'm more like the type. Like I said, I'm more guarded, so. I, it takes me a little bit more time to be open and build a relationship. But at the same token, I got to be feeling energy from you. I need to feel like, are you humble? Are you, um, you know, do we vibe? I mean, do we have things in common? Or am I going to just be the one only talking? Right. Like, you know, I hate those conversations where you're doing all the talking. And they're like, yeah. Or you text somebody and it's just like, yep. Like, Oof. really? Like, okay, done. You know, yeah. I need to feel like where if I'm going to talk to you, we're talking.
3: Yeah.
2: So I, if we're not vibing, then we ain't going to be friends. But I've also had some friends that maybe they're just really not, they're really shy. Yeah. And then later on, I'll literally tell them, like, dude, I wasn't feeling you when I first <laughs> met you. Like, I really thought you were lame. And then we had to be friends. And it's just like because later on, they came out of their shell and it's just like, oh, I like you. Because yeah. I've known a couple of people like that, like where we've met and I'm just like, Ugh. I wasn't oh, like, feeling them. Or they're yeah. my
1: friends and they love her more.
2: <laughs> well, that's Frankie and Max they love, and Jen love and you more. And it's all good. But, they all love you more. But, but we, we,
1: we do got new friends, my coworkers, yeah. my beautiful coworkers. And, like, you know, Liz, right away, her guard up. She had to get her investigation, <laughs> you know, going and stuff. I'm like, damn, Back man, you're a detective. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, this new set of friends, I don't just let anyone at my house. And she knows that. So to have my new coworkers that I've been at this new site for a year, to have them already at my house, I'm already sure through her back because I'm a private person. Right. So to have them come meet my wife, my stepkid, and, you know, my six dogs, you know, <laughs> Through her six back. Six dogs, like, people. <laughs> threw her back. Like, who are these women, you know? Right. So like I told her, you know, I want to start doing that, you know? I got nothing against your friends, but at the same time, I want you to get to know my friends, you know, I, you know, you you leave your old friends, you meet new friends. We got old friends like you, Max, you know, and a few other people, you know, with our circle. And um, like I tell you, stop being a damn
2: detective. <laughs> That's what I really wanted to be, mind you, when... I was younger,
0: you're doing a real good job.
2: (laughs) I really (laughs) did. So, uh, um, but I mean, I got to. Like I said, you just not everybody is trustworthy. There's a lot of shady people out there, and it's sad because you know people come in all different types of disguises. You could seem like you're genuine and sincere, and you really are interested in being my friend. But there's a lot of backstabbers out there too, and so it's hard to really like connect to people who are really genuine, who really are really like looking for her friendship out there
0: it's really hard and and i mean it just speaks in the years that we've known each other we went from a just a huge group of people like 12 of us Mm -hmm. to now only three of us that Mm -hmm. meet regularly i mean we talk more often than anybody i i don't we don't even know where our old boss is and i mean i'm grateful for the relationships that we did have but um we've all all three of us have had Life moments together. We exactly. all got married. We've all been present there. We, you know, we party. We hang out. We You're celebrate all birthdays. We're all gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
1: that tends to bring us closer, though. You know and what I
0: mean? That's. I think that's really, really wonderful. And one of the things that you guys really cultivate is that family dynamic that I don't see anywhere else. I go to my friend's house in Los Angeles, and it's just us two. We never hang out with anyone that's like their family. We don't get extended friends. We don't get cousins. We don't get uncles. We don't get none of that. Um, and that's one of the things that that dravi- that makes me gravitate towards you because if people were to come to me, it would be me at a family reunion with all of my friends and all my family. So friends.
3: glad you said that.
0: I would do something, something like that. You know, I want to try and create a family and have a family. Um, And that makes me feel comfortable. It makes me feel comfortable to come around people that i know and that i see all the time maybe i don't know their names
2: yeah but you see them often yeah. enough to know I'm that like, that's someone who's gonna yeah. be at liz's party right yeah. and
0: i'm like i'm cool like i could yeah. be me i don't have to worry about that you exactly. know exactly um we're all gonna say hi we fucking reach for a water we're yeah funny how do you know Liz? Yeah. oh i know Liz. introduce yourself. exactly um and and that feels really family oriented so i really appreciate you guys creating that environment
2: And it's really funny that you say that because at the last function that I had, um, one of my childhood friends was here with her husband. And, um, you know, he tells me, like, wow, you know, you guys are always going out and having these parties. And I'm like, you know how long we've waited to do this? Like, we lived in a condo for 16 years. And all I could ever tell Valerie is, like, damn, I cannot wait to get a home to bring my family and friends together. Because I would always be like, I can't here. It's like a shoebox, you know? (laughs) We're family and friends are so damn big, they're not going to fit in this house. Right,
3: right.
2: (laughs) And now now that we have a new home and we're here, I told her, I don't care. We're going to make this happen. And it's because, like I just told my friend recently, because when he mentioned that, I was like, you know, the reason why for so long I feel that I've wanted to do this is because I'm so tired of going to reunions or a funeral or a wedding And be like, damn, I haven't seen you since so-and-so's funeral or so-and-so's wedding. And it's just like, (laughs) well, damn, that was like 10 years ago. Right. You know, and that's sad because, Mm -hmm. like, I'm very into my family. And even though I've had my speed bumps with my own personal relatives, I just see that, like, life is so short. And, Mm. you know, I don't want to be like, oh, well, I haven't seen this person because of this. And it's so stupid why you're not even talking to them. So I'm like, you know, it's just like I want to be able to bring my family. (laughs) I want to be able to bring my family together and enjoy moments together so that you can look back and be like, okay, you have a book of pictures of memories that you've had with your people, your closest tights. And not just be like, oh, well, let me look for a picture. <laughs> yeah. You know, have you ever been to, like, when, sad to say, like, when someone lost a loved one, and you're, you haven't seen them in so long, and then you're looking at the f- pictures, and they're like, when they're children. Yeah. Or when they were teenagers, and you're like, "Well, where are the recent pictures?"
0: Right, right.
2: That's or like, sad to me. Everyone's
0: scrambling to like, "Hey, what pictures do exactly. you have?" Or like, yeah. I'm trying to get X." You know, these pictures during that time. Like, what, what, yeah. what where is everybody? Getting? Yeah,
2: so that makes me sad. So I've always said that I want it to be where I don't want it to be like it was a function because oh, somebody got married or somebody died. I want it to be because we're having a good time and enjoying each other's company. Like, you know, it's important to me.
0: I remember my sister, um, my ex, I'm sorry, did someone just come in the door? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember my, my sister at my nephew's funeral. Um, she had seen, she just, um, she was like, like 16 or 17. Um, and she saw these new people come around and she's like, whoa, I've never seen or met any of these people. Like, these are all my family. Like, it was just like... Sixty people, and she never met any of them. And um, my mom goes, uh, "Yeah, the only thing that can bring people together is either a funeral or family, exactly. or I'm sorry, a funeral or a wedding, um, and that's that's it. Like you can't even get someone to show for a childbirth. Which uh, you know. know, life is. You know, it, it should be filled with moments of, of of people coming together, and it just seems like we're we tend to move apart." Um, but you guys do such a great job of bringing everybody together the same people with, have that commitment so i'm so proud of you guys and so appreciative of, of being a part of all of that um so thank you so very much
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's important you know um you know valerie and i are very um very family oriented you know um, we both come from a very big family and since i come from a divided family it's even crazier. It's really big. Um, like I said, my family from my mother's side, my biological mother, it's literally the melting pot. I have every nationality under the sun that's in my family, and I don't get to see them quite often because, you know, there's so many of us, and most of them live, like, in Oxnard, and, you know, some live out of state. Like, my uncle, I just found out, you know, he moved to Florida. Um, you know, he just tends to jump around all over the world. Um, but. but you know, I mean, it's important. It's important for for us to, you know, continue to, you know, keep our family and friends together. And it, it makes me happy to know that, you know, my family all know who you guys are, you know, and they know, like, oh, the guys from your wedding. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> those guys, and you'll see them at the next party or the next one, you know. So it, it, it's a good vibe and for my people because I hate, and I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but I deliberately put tables, like, circles around near each other like where you can't segregate yourself and sit somewhere like on your own oh I, I do this on purpose I do this on purpose simply because I want people to interact with each other I've always disliked people having tables that are so far distant from each other because then you get you know like your little cluster of people just sitting together your, re- your regulars and then now you don't know who else is at the party right. because it's just about you and your table right I hate
0: that. And if Max would have come to your amazing birthday party, he would have known that as well, and he would have been able to see that. It's fine, baby. You were actually filming a movie, so don't <laughs> worry about that. Doing big things. Doing, doing big thangs. Um So we've come to the, the closing of our show. I, I want to thank you guys so much for providing um, the food, the alcohol, the <laughs> energy, the love, um, the conversation. Um, I have one more question for you both, and it's... If you could go back in time to any time of your life and see your younger self, what age would you be and what would you tell yourself at that age? Go, babe.
1: I would want to be 17 years old, which I was a senior. And myself, what I would tell myself is get right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Me, on the other hand, I would go back to freshman year and freshman year only because I was ditching a lot. I was um, trying to find myself because I was forced into a high school with people I didn't know, um, so that was hard. And even though my brother went to that school, it was still hard. It's just that I feel that I didn't give it my 100%. Um, I, like I tell about, I play dumb. I play dumb on purpose because I feel that when you're smart in front of, like, co-workers and stuff like that I feel like they take advantage of that and you're not getting paid the right dollar to be Mm -hmm. smart so I tend to play stupid a lot and I (laughs) wish that I would have used my smartness more wisely at a young age so Mm -hmm. that I could have maybe got a scholarship pursued better bigger things and been making a lot more money even though like you know money isn't you know what satisfies happiness but at the same time Who doesn't like money? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I just wish that I could go back and tell myself, you know, like you're smarter than that and pursue what you want to do, you know, go to school, get that free scholarship, you know, be, be a better person. Get right. (laughs) Get right. right. You
0: guys have the same vision. So thank you so very much. I'm glad that you guys, um, I'm glad that you wanted to take care of your younger selves. And I hope that you, um, if there's anything that is left unresolved with your younger selves. You guys give yourself the space to do that and just heal from those. Um, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we want to go back and tell ourselves, like, don't regret, don't regret. Like, do this, do this, change this. Um, but all you wanted yourselves, you didn't, no, neither one of you said regret. You just said Never. do better.
2: Yeah, do um, better. Absolutely. So that's,
0: that's amazing. Thank you guys so much for that. Thank you guys so much for that. Um, As we come to the close of the show, everybody, I always want to remind you to uh, remember to be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself and let other people be your strength when you feel like you cannot be. Um, I am your host, Frankie the Phoenix. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode of RSVP with Frankie the Phoenix. And everybody, we will see you next week.
2: Peace out. Ciao.